0: Well, good morning, church family. Welcome to a uh, strange version of our WFR live stream. Uh, No, church has not been canceled, but our assemblies are all different. They're all over uh, the community and our small groups and our house churches. And so uh, we are making whatever adjustments we can to meet the needs of our community and as well as our church. Al, it's good to be with you, brother. It's
1: good to be here. Uh, We're from a uh, bunker somewhere in north dakota uh or the building maybe uh as you can hear there's a, a few uh folks that uh, are here this morning and so uh, we are grateful to be have the opportunity to come to you uh to be able to give you a message this morning uh to hopefully encourage you you guys that were live streaming ahead of time you were just ahead of the curve and so uh we welcome all of you guys as well uh that are watching in today we got a lot of things to talk about a lot of things to share with you my week totally turned upside down as of thursday i have a sermon already to be here at wfr to share with you uh and then a lot of things change quickly and that's kind of what's happening as you all know uh, with this virus and so we're a part of that at the same time we want to uh, basically encourage and inspire our folks as well
0: before we get into the specifics of our response to the uh virus and our culture and the all of the panic and everything that's going on, we really felt like that uh, what we really need to do is what we do every Sunday as a church family, and that is uh, do our communion time. We get gather around the Lord's table uh, every Sunday, and we take communion together, and we're still doing that today. Whether you're doing it in small groups or your house church uh, or just as a family sitting around your, uh, around your living room, uh, we want to take communion. Because it says that we're a family that are, that's connected. We're together. We're a forever family. And when we do communion, we uh, uh, remember the story of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And of all times when things in our world look crazy, we need to be anchored by that story of the gospel. That's right. And we're anchored by the fact that we are connected to one another uh, through the blood of Christ. And so we're going to take a time right now. I was going to say a prayer for our communion. And uh, the the few folks that are with us, we're going to partake uh, uh, of communion this morning. We're going to remember the gospel. We're going to remember what it did for us and the power of what it can do for other people. And so that's what we want to do at
1: this time. Some of you guys may uh, not have the elements there. Some of you have planned on that because you're meeting in groups. That's great. We want to encourage you to do that. We're not sure how long we're going to be doing this, so it's a great idea uh, with your family. Even even if you don't have you know the bread and and the juice, the 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 memory and the remembering of what Christ did. That's why we do this every week. And so I think in this current time, that's the most important thing we can do. You realize, don't you, that around the world, this is the way a lot of the church meets anyway. Uh, They're together. They have to meet in secret. There's persecution that's going on. In the first century, this is what they did. They gathered around. They had candlelight that they read, you know, from the letters that were coming from Paul and other people. And then they took a time and had communion together because Christ said we want to remember uh, what's been done and so that's the moment we're going to share this morning We felt it was important to start there because that's the most important thing that we could do And so we encourage you guys to do that uh, every week uh, Whether you're in a group or just your families together to take that moment and spend that time in prayer and remember What Christ has done for us, so we're going to have a moment of prayer here and then the folks that are here uh, We're going to take communion together We encourage you to do the same thing and then we'll continue on with our message father. We um we are honored and blessed have the opportunity uh, to gather together the way we're gathering, uh, to, to honor the requests that have been made to, to, to not have large groups around the country uh, to spread this virus, but at the same time to never forget who we are, what our purpose is, and what you've called us to. We're so grateful for Jesus Christ, for what he's done for us, for his sacrifice. And, Father, on that cross, to, to give of himself, to offer his body as our sacrifice for sin, and then to shed his blood, which was so powerful because it was God and yet it was also us, humanity, that it went all the way back and it comes all the way forward with the cleansing power of forgiveness. Thank you so much, Father, for that. We don't, we never want to forget that. And especially in a crisis time when people are afraid, we want to be able to offer the hope of eternal life. And that happens through what Jesus did for us. Thank you for that, Father. Thank you for this moment that we can pause to remember exactly why you came here, Jesus, and what you did for us. We honor you today. We give you all of our praise and our glory, and we do it in your mighty, holy name. Amen.
0: Cass, welcome to communion.
2: My Jesus, my Savior.
1: contribution uh as well and we've been kind of encouraging you guys to give online so this is a great opportunity to do that um also our wfr app is an opportunity to give there or you can simply mail a check uh, to the church to continue to support our ministry um obviously this is going to be a while before we're up and running the way we were before and so during that interim time we want you to do that but remember as we always talk about with giving Money is a part of that, obviously, in our ministry here. But also, we're going to have some great opportunities in the next few weeks to give of time, to give of hospitality, to give of food, uh, to give of service to other people. So there are a lot of different ways to give. Uh, And and we want to take advantage of every one of those opportunities and encourage you to do that as well.
0: And there will be more opportunity to to help in our community. With what's going on uh, with the coronavirus, the jobs that are in jeopardy, people's needs—all uh, of a sudden they're going to be uh, uh, there's going to be strained there financially, and we want to be able to meet those needs and help people in our community. So, thank you ahead of time for paying attention to giving and to being unselfish as we try to meet the needs of folks in our community. You know, our president vice president declared a national emergency as well as the governors declared a state of emergency for Louisiana. And they ask uh, groups no, uh, no larger than 250 people meet. And we've discussed all that. We talked about the best way to do that and uh, uh, kind of following uh, along with other uh, religious leaders in our community. We went to an online service today as well as obviously groups meeting all over our community and our house churches. But we want to do that not because uh, we don't trust God, not because uh, we think that there's uh, you know, a big scare tactic of being together somehow or another. It's, but we do want to protect those that are vulnerable in our body as well as in our community. And we want to be uh, united uh, with, with our community and doing what's best for folks around us. And so we want to honor the president's uh, request, the governor's request. And at the same time, honor God, and be submissive to God first of all and foremost of all, and make sure that we meet the needs spiritually of people in our church family as well as our community.
1: Well, and you're going to be challenged, I and mean, people will say, "Well, why? I mean, why would you do? You, do you not trust in the Creator? I mean, He made you. Uh, certainly, He's there to protect you, and we believe that to be true." Uh, but we want to be good citizens and good stewards as well, uh, and we want to pull together. I mean, that's what we've been asked to do. So I think churches can be that hands and feet, salt and light. Uh, one guy had a great illustration of what it means to trust in God, but at the same time to, to do exactly what we should do. We have a policy here at WFR that if you've been convicted of a sex crime that you can't serve in our children's ministry. Now, some people might say, well, wait a minute, this person has repented and, you know, we're not trusting God in that situation. But we as a leadership here say, no, we think it's wisdom. We still trust in God, but at the same time, we provide protection for the vulnerable. It's the same thing with concealed carry. I mean, people carry a gun because not only they want to protect themselves, they want to protect those that are vulnerable. And we saw just recently uh, a man who killed a man who came in with intent to murder and he protected the vulnerable. So that's the thought behind the process that we're, not only us, but a lot of other leaderships around the country have said, look, we, we're not, we can forgo meeting and we can go online or we can do other things because you don't stamp out the church. We're still going forward. In fact, I think we're going to have so many opportunities to serve and to make a difference and to help people. The church will be in action uh you know we love our times together we love the encouragement but this is going to be a time of doing an action we're not putting anything on pause the church doesn't stop because we're not meeting as a large group on sunday morning in fact it's just the opposite
0: in first corinthians uh, 13 paul said love always protects love always trusts." and so we uh we take our actions fully confident of god's love and the love we have for our community we know that that love protects and that love trusts all at the same time so there's some things we want to encourage you as a church family uh, as well as our community to strive for through this really unprecedented time in our country we've never really faced anything like this and so there's some ideas from scripture that we want to make sure that our church family gets look we're a family and we encourage one another we want to be positive with each other Most of all, we want to depend upon God, God's Word, God's Spirit. And he's designed the church to help depend upon one another. We don't need to lose connection. We need to be more connected in a time like this. And assemblies is not necessarily where all the connections are made. If that's where your only connection is made in religion, then we're in pretty bad shape. Uh, Because the church is about our relationships and our connections together way outside the building. So one of the very first things we want to encourage people to do is pray. We say that there's got to be prayer over panic. And I mean, there's some, I don't know if you've been watching the news, there's quite a bit of panic going on in the world over this thing, quite a bit. And rightfully so, I mean, there's some fears that exist in people's lives there. but. But there's some extreme panic that people who don't have God, you see how it's acted out. I mean, lives.
1: toilet paper, really? That, that's that's what we begin hoarding is toilet paper with a disease that doesn't even give you diarrhea. I mean, I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> Surely we can come up with something better than that. But look, I know it's a real deal. I know shelves are empty, but that's the idea is panic Panicky decisions are never good ones. We know that, right? I mean, you tend to hoard, you tend to be selfish, you tend to only think about yourselves. Whereas we want to do the opposite of that. We want to offer something different. There's a great passage I wanted to share with you. Um that some of us got together and prayed this morning, and Paul shared it with us, and it's just so on time for this whole thing we're dealing with. It's from Philippians chapter four, verses four through seven. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's always. Coronavirus, anytime. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. He hasn't left us. He's here. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You notice the words he used? Joyful, gentle. Non-anxiety, thankfulness, a peace that goes beyond conventional wisdom and understanding. Some people see this, and they panic, and i got go to stock all the toilet paper. And we're like, no, just calm down. Uh, this may be overblown. It may not be overblown. But at the same time, we're here to help everybody get through the process. And that's how you pull together as a people. But that's the way the people of God should react to anything. Yeah. Non-anxiety.
0: And you know, I, I was noticed on the TV today how they were talking about a situation where two people uh, got in a fight over a package of toilet paper and were rolling in the aisle, hit, beating each other up, trying to grab this thing. And I thought, this is where you've come to? First of all, if you're really that scared of the virus, what, really what you want to do is you want to run out to a store where thousands of people are and then roll on their aisles. Now, that makes sense, <laughs> right? So, But this idea of, of, of panic that's taking place. Uh, God's people have always been a steady people in times of turmoil. And so uh, for us as a church, one of the best things we can do is be a testimony uh, in prayer over panic. We don't respond the way the world responds. And that's, I think, very,
1: very important. And I think we should remember that and this idea of kindness to other people. So we're in Branson this week. My week started in Maryland. We went to Branson. We took our grandkids. And all of a sudden, the world turns upside down, seemingly in a week. The guy didn't come pick up the garbage for two or three days. The dogs or raccoons, some varmint got into it, made a big mess. We're cleaning everything up. The guy shows up to get the garbage finally. I'm sitting here studying for the lesson for Sunday that I thought I was going to give that I'm not. And I hear the guy pull up and he gets out. His his truck is overflowing with all this garbage because he's behind schedule, I'm sure, because of everything going on. And as he opens the top and he sees the loose trash in the can, he says the F word very loudly. So which kind of distracted me from, you know, working on my notes in and, my, and my Bible, my <laughs> spiritual time, you know, and I thought, ooh, not happy, you know, garbage man, not happy. So like 10 seconds goes by and he's, you know, working with the garbage and Lisa comes outside. And so nobody's hearing this conversation except for me. And she says, thank you so much for picking up the, the garbage for us. I know it's probably been a crazy time for you guys. And she just engages him in conversation. And so I'm looking out the window and I'm watching my wife. Hey, babe, by the way, she's watching at home. I'm looking at my wife offer kindness to a guy that's obviously having a terrible week and a hard time. So I see this guy go from the F word to, man, we're glad you guys are here. Where are you guys from? And they have this conversation because she recognized him, because she thanked him, and because she acted like a Christian. And that was a moment. And see, that's, that's a gospel message that goes out that we're not jerks. She could have come out. Somebody probably three houses down came out and chewed him out for not getting the garbage picked up. Instead, we offer kindness. That's what the idea is behind this. And we do that by prayerful petition to the Almighty to be Jesus' hands and feet. Jesus' mission was to look out for the vulnerable. That's what we need to be doing during this crisis.
0: But not only do we value prayer, obviously, More than panic. We send people to our our knees. That's where we go. But we also value faith over fear. Uh, Jesus told the disciples, do not be afraid or give little faith. And so uh, I love the verse that uh, Alan and I were talking about this morning. And he was sharing with me this verse out of Hebrews chapter 2 and 14 through 18. It says, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. And here's the part of the verse I really wanted to share. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Uh, we, we're not people who are held in slavery by fear. That's right. Uh, we're not going to be people who fear. We trust God. Uh, we do not have to be discouraged even in difficult times because of, of death or whatever threat comes to our lives. We don't have to be enslaved by that instead we are confident in the one who became flesh for us we're no longer slaves
1: i love and that text ends uh in verse uh, 18 says he himself suffered when he was tempted to be able to help those who are also being tempted and you know that could mean when he was in the desert and he was tempted by the evil one but i also think i just can't in this context i can't help but think that moment when remember he's in the garden and he's just pouring it out there and he's like father you know If if there's any way this this cup can be taken from me, you know, this is the moment. And I think in that moment when he knew that death was just right there, I mean, that was his humanity. It's one of my favorite pictures of Jesus because he was one of us in that moment. There's a lot of fear going around about, you know, people that are vulnerable. What, What if this takes my life? So Jesus understood that. But you remember what he said? But not my will, but yours be done. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is God, had faith in the moment of his greatest fear. And that was to face that cross and to know that beating he was going to take and all the brutality that was going to come his way. He understands us. And so in this moment, that's why we have to have that faith. When everybody's running in fear and panic, we're strong. We're saying, look, even if I get the virus, even if it kills me, I'm going to be resurrected to live anew. I mean, death has no hold over me because of what christ did for me and because he walked out of that tomb so at the end of the day that's the message that people need to hear especially when they're afraid
0: so that that kind of faith is a faith that's in action it's a faith that uh, uh, sees the needs of people and moves and moves in a way to fulfill the mission of god toward people's lives Uh, look faith engages the mission of god you know assembly isn't the mission of god Assemblies are just where we get encouraged to go out and do the mission of God. And so uh, whatever Jesus was busy doing when he was alive here on this whole world is what the church should be busy doing while we're alive here on this world because we're to be like Christ. And that means we have an engaging faith uh, on a daily basis to people we meet and interact with. And people need to know there's something they can trust in besides themselves besides the circumstances around them besides their own comfort or own success financially all those things get threatened and then people go into panic because they don't put their trust in the right place to begin with faith over fear and the mission of god oh it's going on just as strong as ever uh, as we uh, as we still make sure that the heart of our message is the death, bone, and resurrection of jesus you can have hope in this whole world regardless of the circumstances that happen. In our culture or our surrounding situation
1: and the last thing would be health over harm um, Jesus was concerned about people uh, and that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing here today because we're concerned about the well-being of our fellow human beings about those who are most vulnerable uh, for this disease and so that's the reason the health professionals of our country say you know we want you guys well, they call it social dis- distancing uh, which is now another new term in our lexicon uh, a lot of you were already doing social distancing a long time ago yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of you this won't be new yeah. but for most of us this is something new but w- that doesn't take away spiritual discipleship and that's not isolation it's not isolation that's exactly right it's, it's the idea about how we interact you remember the Good Samaritan story luke 10 i mean you know from that that parable that jesus was expressing concern because remember there were people just walking by this guy and offering no help because they didn't care because he was less than what they thought somebody should be for different reasons we don't want to be that guy you know we want to be the one that comes alongside and says look we'll help you get well we'll help you get to other help that was the idea about the parable and that's the way that we want to present indeed
0: you know how you were telling me that one of our couples gave you a phone call uh one of our members talking about hey what can we do how can we engage others and tell me tell uh it was tell a young, church a little bit a young, last
1: that. night at nine o'clock i get a text from a, a young new way couple here at wfr and they're like look we got to thinking today we've been thinking how what can we do to help people And we're young, we're healthy, we're not really worried about the coronavirus, but we know we've got elderly in our church that are going to be vulnerable or other people with, you know, preconditions. So we're volunteering to go and get groceries, supplies, go to the pharmacy, whatever. And he he said, we'll fight the crowds because we got good immune systems. That, That was his line. But that's the heart we're talking about and and thank you for that last night if you're watching trace but that's the heart we're looking for that mindset that idea we want to look out for other people and so we're the church staff others gonna be organizing those very things in the coming weeks what can we do to help our own church family but also our community we got a lot of servants here a lot of people who are less at risk who are willing to get out there get in the mix scrap over that last roll of toilet paper whatever it takes To be able to help people. So we just want to encourage you. If those of you that are watching. Say hey you know, that sounds like something our house church wants to do. Whatever. uh, We want to encourage that. And that's what we're going to be doing. Is connecting those abilities to help.
0: You know these outbreaks like this. An outbreak. Can turn into an outcry. To God. And it can turn into revival. Even in our our nation. Uh, I want to share with you a verse. Out of Hebrews. Because. When situations and circumstances come in a particularly challenging way, obviously we turn to God. And this verse tells us the kind of God we go to. He says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says, let us then approach the throne of grace. Which, by the way, I love, I love that out because I kind of grew up thinking it was a throne of judgment. So I was always scared going to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's a throne of grace that you're approaching and as we approach God. So let's approach the throne of grace, and now I love that he says, with confidence. And that's what we need in times like this confidence in God. Uh, we approach this throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And this, actually, in the original language, this idea of to help us is the idea of uh, literally means to run to the cry. And you know how when a a kid cries, you know a mom knows that special cry that all of a sudden there's a real hurt and they have they run to that cry. That's what God does. In our time of need, when something special is happening in our circumstance, and God hears us as we approach His throne to find mercy and grace, God runs to the cry to take care of us. And it's such a picture of the prodigal son of God running to to meet his son that's coming back. That's right. God runs. God runs to the cry of his people. And we find help there. We find grace. We find mercy. And we do all that with confidence because of who God is and what he's done for us.
1: So, look, we ask you to be patient with us as well. Obviously, this week has been quite the whirlwind with Mike and I. I spent a lot of time on the phone and with the other shepherds, and, and most of those are here today. Uh, we want to encourage you to go to our website. Uh, you know, there'll be a lot of information that's updated there and the app. I know our Facebook page, uh, Lindy has a great children's uh, program that's been running. I think Lindy's behind the camera, uh, so we encourage you to take a look at that. And they did that just so your kids will have some encouragement. They can't be here for Bible out and other things we do, but we're going to send that to you. Uh, so that's our commitment. We want you guys to be encouraged. Look for updates. Of course, you can call the church uh, and, and get information as well. We encourage our groups to continue to meet. A lot of the house churches uh, that have been meeting maybe at other times are meeting now on Sunday morning and and tuning in here as to be part of your guide. That's great. We encourage you to keep doing that. I
0: know the teen church is meeting. Teen church
1: is meeting uh, and going on. So our small groups, we want to continue to do that. Reengage as well. Uh, see our. Uh, in their step studies we're not going to be meeting on wednesdays uh, as a corporate body and at least for the foreseeable future on sundays it's literally as you all know because you're watching the news it's day by day we're making those decisions as we go it may be a little while uh, but we're still going to be here encouraging with the word of god we're still going to be here to try to connect people together and protect our vulnerable so that's part of our process and we want to encourage you
0: Yeah, and as you run into people in the community and you meet people who have particular needs and especially fear over this, look, send them our way. Take a prayer request. Uh, uh, Either uh, uh, send it to us uh, through text or call the office. We'll get those prayers going up for people. We want folks to know in the community we care about them. And we want to be the place that people uh, come to for help and, of course, most of all, for hope. uh, And so we want to be that church in our community
1: so we got a guy here today kenny uh who came to from north carolina because he was watching our podcast and you know the gospel message that we're putting out on unashamed moved him and he said you know the way he described it he's a poker player he said i've been three quarters of my chips have been in but i'm going all in and today's his birthday and it's going to be his new birth day Because we're going to immerse them a little bit later into Christ. So I just I want to tell you that because the work of the kingdom goes on mightily, and that's what we do every single moment, and that's who we are. And so I want to close our time with a passage, and then we're going to invite our shepherds to come up, and I'm going to get a couple of those guys to pray because we want to close with a season of prayer because we got a lot to pray for. Uh, We got to pray for our nation. We got to pray for our leaders. We got to pray that this virus will will run out of steam uh, quickly. But we also want to pray for the opportunities that God's going to give us. And this, this is from Psalm 103. And I love it because it's what we're doing this morning. We're praising God. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Yes. Praise the Lord, my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all our diseases. Everything. Who redeems your life from the pit. And crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. And so we want to soar in praise today.
0: Amen. By the way, just one of those things we're already thankful for in prayer. Uh, many of you have asked me and, and are aware that Robert Abel's has been out of the country and uh, in Liberia. And there's uh, a brand new church that started out there. They already have 50 members that he visited with. And of course, there was fear about him coming back into the country, and so uh, he is in um, America as of this morning. Uh, he's in New York City, uh, and so he should be home sometime today. Thank you for those prayers, because I know many of you, peop- many people, have asked me about Robert, and and, uh, and I know Kathy appreciates those prayers too. So, uh, let's have our elders come up. Uh, oh uh, we've got uh, some of our elders here: Paul, Randy, you guys, any of our elders that are here come and we want to have a special time of prayer
1: so we're going to get uh, Paul and Dennis uh, and Steve uh, to to offer a little season of prayer here uh, for our nation but also for our church and uh, we just want you to know we're 100% here for you Uh, we're so proud of our church and our sheep uh, and we want you to know that our shepherds are always uh, going to be praying for you as well
3: You know, Father, we want to come to you right now, and we want to rejoice. We want to thank you for opportunities that are before us, uh, and we want to take full advantage of that, and we want to be able to be your men and women on the ground doing what we have to do because, Father, you don't give us a spirit of fear. You give us a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline, and uh, I expect nothing else but that from our family. And we pray, Father, that you'll be with our country and our nation and uh, the world as we go through these things uh but father we just want to be that shining example for you no matter what happens and uh father we just trust you and we love you it's through jesus we pray father i just want to echo paul's thoughts on prayer for our country for our nation for our leadership father as uh they try to navigate their way through something that uh is unusual and uh unprecedented as far as the actions that have been taken but father i just pray for wisdom on their part father i pray for wisdom on all of our parts that we seek that from you that we're able to discern the things that you would have us to discern and to see the world through your eyes and uh, father i'm thankful for our church and our and our church family because uh in times like this we understand why You created a church and you created us as a family uh, because we can take care of the needs of not only our family, but also we can take care of the needs of our community. God, thank you so much for uh, a family of believers. Thank you so much for a family that we can look into the eyes of people that we love and worship with them and love them. And I pray that we do that through this whole time of crisis thank you more than anything for jesus uh without him uh we have no hope we're aliens in this world because of the life and the death of your son jesus christ and his glorious resurrection and we thank you for that in jesus name father we continue
1: and uh we praise you we thank you so much uh We can be bold in in your son's name. And, Father, we ask you to help us to see the opportunities uh, in everything that you uh, put before us and things that happen in, in the world. Father, help us to be bold with opportunities that come because of this virus. Help us to trust in you and to take advantage of all the things that you put before us for your glory. In Jesus we pray. Amen. So I want to encourage you guys be safe, be smart, be wise, but also make the most of every opportunity that God gives you to serve this week. We love you guys. We love our church family. Uh, We'll see you next week. Keep looking for updates.